Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Red Men TV. It is the build-up show. It's Liverpool. It's Arsenal. Again, um, having just dispatched them comprehensively on Monday night, the Liverpool B team is back, hopefully, to do the job again. Uh, and the same team that I have present for the final word show for that game is still here as well as myself. It is Chris Pajak, it is Sam Walker, and it is Emma Sanders as well for this one. And um, Chris, here we go again. Yeah, can't wait, mate. Really looking forward to seeing some of the fringe players, to be honest with you. Again, um, mad how, like, just such a quick turnaround from one round of the Cup to the next has been. And mad how quick a turnaround it's from Arsenal to Arsenal. Um, but, you know, th- there's going to be a load of players here that we're going to be excited to see. You know, Chimacash again. Um, obviously, you've got Nico Williams again. I want to see. I want to see Kurt Jones. I want to see Minamino. I want to see. I just. I, I want to see Jota, Harvey Elliott. These are all lads that I want to see play football because it was a really sort of good performance last week. But I think it's really difficult to understand exactly where they are because of the level of the of the opposition last week. And although it was one of the most fluid performances actually until until the, the last game against Arsenal that we put in so far in this young season, I thought it was really good. The triangles were really good. What can they do against a, a level of opposition that is much better than Lincoln? And hopefully does play a very, very similar side. And we get to just sort of mark where they're up to. Because I think, for me, what it looked like the other night is mid-table prem and maybe I'm being a little bit too kind there um, but you know coming up against Arsenal and their and their squads you know I really want to see where we're where we're at yeah we always kind of think this you know when it goes well we, we think our all other players are absolute worlds. It normally happens when we batter Tranmere in pre-season, Sam, and you presume that like Ryan Kent, Harry Wilson, and Rian Brewster are the heir apparent to you know Neymar, Messi, and 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 Suarez. And it never quite works out that way when they come up against slightly better opposition. Normally, like Borussia Dortmund, who tonkers everywhere. Um, but uh, yeah, I think it's, it, it's important there. I mean. The, the big question is, and something I want to delve into, and I'm happy to take you guys' thoughts on this, is whether Monday impacts this in any way, shape, or form. And what I want to mean is, it was always going to shape this this side because this is not a game in isolation. Liverpool played three games of football this week. Uh, this is the middle one. There was always going to be significant changes, but I'm not sure. Uh, I don't think it necessarily impacts Klopp's thinking, the Monday game, but I wonder whether it, it might impact Arteta's thinking. I think 
I think I worry a little bit about Thursday in terms of the results, only because I look at Arsenal's team on Monday and I see Caballos didn't start. I see Pepe, although he's unproven still, didn't start. I saw William went off. I saw a couple of their centre-halves. I know at least one of them, they've just signed a Gabriel, who's meant to be sort of a, a new hot shot and didn't start. Oh, Bamiang wasn't involved. Yeah, and Bamiang was sat on the sideline. <laughs> oh, yeah. He's on physio duties, really. <laughs> so, yeah, but, but you know you know what? The, the only thing I would say is that that Arsenal team will be very tired Tuesday morning, be absolutely shattered. They did a lot of running. So I think it will be a different side from Arsenal. But I do think the way he's set up with the likes of El Nenny playing and holding playing means that they're going to have a slightly stronger side than maybe they could have had for this game on Thursday because of those changes. In the same way Liverpool would have had we had Thiago Henderson, etc. playing. You may have seen, you know, potentially Wijnaldum and Keita starting. Whereas I think just, you know, a couple of injuries for us and um, the way Arsenal set out, I think it is going to be an interesting lineup. Um I'm really looking forward to seeing what defence we put out. I think we make 10 changes. I, I, I think Gomez is probably the only one who stays, only because he hasn't played two games last week. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's an interesting one. And I mean, this is the thing, Emma, and you know, as far as Arteta's thinking goes, I, I wonder whether there's a bit of brinksmanship here. Like, Liverpool are definitely going to make changes for this game. And I wonder whether, you know, normally I think there's a there's like a tacit agreement in these kind of environments. And we saw this with the game last season, uh, albeit with a different different Arsenal manager in charge, that you go, wait, look, we're going to both play second string sides because that's how we treat this competition. And whether Arteta, you know, it is still very early into his Arsenal tenure. There have been some real positive strides and I don't think he needs the win per se. But I do wonder whether he might just go, well, this Klopp's thinking is not going to change. And he wonder whether he thinks he can steal a march by just asking a couple of his players to go again and give them a slightly stronger side. Yeah, it's interesting there that you that you said that you don't you don't think Artesta necessarily needs to win this game. I would argue that I think the Klopp competitions for Arsenal are quite important this season, actually, because you saw what the kind of the bounce off and the confidence of that FA Cup win gave them last season. And I think... Yeah. This year, obviously, I think their priority is to try and break into that top four, sure. But going on a good cut run and developing um, the kind of the depth that, that, that they've got in the squad, I think, is really important to Arsenal. So I, I, I do think he will, he will have one eye on that. And like you say, because he will know that Klopp kind of ine- inevitably has to make changes, as Sam, Sam's pointed out, you know, the, the players um, that, that we had on, on the pitch um, against Arsenal yesterday and obviously the games that we've got coming up, I think it's it's natural that Klopp is going to have to rotate. And uh, I think, I think I can't remember who Arsenal played in the, in the last cup game, but they, but they named, they named Leicester. a strong team. Leicester. Leicester, yeah, that was it. And, and, and they named, they named a fairly strong team against Leicester, I think. So um, I wouldn't be surprised to see, to see a, a kind of a, a 60, 70% um, first team kind of squad uh, from Arsenal, um, you know, in in this game, and I think it'll be I think it'll be a really really tough night for Liverpool. And um, yeah, I think just on paper as well, just getting that kind of win over Jurgen Klopp and a, a win over Liverpool will just give Arsenal that much needed boost. I think so. Yeah. yeah, they are. I mean, look again when I say that he doesn't need to win it. I think he I think he does. Chris, because I think silverware. I mean, there's a, there's a clutch of managers for whom this competition's taken on added importance this season. And I think you can throw for the first time in ages, you can throw Everton into the mix, um, etc. Tottenham Hotspur will be in the mix for this one. Wolves even. Um, so lots of managers will be going a little bit harder for this. I think Liverpool 
will I think Liverpool want to win this competition this season. I genuinely think they do, but I also think that our understanding of what that means has changed. I think you can see in how Linda's talked about it prior to Lincoln, you know, about the cultivating an atmosphere in the squad that says that all they all seem from the same him shoot, they all play the same way. Um means that um, sorry, Sam pointed out to me there that Wolves are already else. Good point. Uh, good point. Well made. Um, yeah, the the Liverpool will will trust lads that maybe us as fans wouldn't necessarily trust. And I, I look at this point, we, we're all kind of cool with that, aren't we? Absolutely. I think you know it's important for Liverpool that we go deep into these competitions because I think it will impact our Premier League form and impact our Premier League results. And I'm not necessarily saying that Liverpool are going to make this a priority this season, but keeping the fitness levels high of the squad players will be a priority this season because I think there's going to be more injuries for all the top clubs, for all the Premier League clubs, never mind the top clubs. And so you need to have people who are going to be match fit. And this competition and the FA Cup, I'm afraid, will be an option for Liverpool to get players match fitness who aren't normally going to be getting minutes. Um, you know, Liverpool have got a big squad still. You know, Jürgen spoke about it in the last seven days. You know, you can't can't keep a squad of 30 players well in a, in, in a normal season that absolutely would be the case I'm not sure how many play, how many players are going to be sold in the last sort of six days of this transfer window so I think Gregor might have a bigger squad than he's expecting to have and he'll utilize every member of that squad they're not at Liverpool they're not they're not wasted at Liverpool these players the, the extra players you know what I mean he he chooses not to have good players around because he thinks he can get more out of a smaller squad but he will he will keep those players fit if he can do because he'll see the benefits to having a Shaqiri or a Wilson if they are in and around the first team squad and I think fastest finger there was Emma Sanders Yes, I won it this week. I lost to you last week, Chris, so I'm buzzing. Um, <laughs> and we, we won't we won't go into the joke that you brought up last week because it was horrendous. Um, but yeah, I think uh, I think even like at the start of this, when when you were sort of naming those fringe players, those squad players, Chris, and you know you bring up the likes of Curtis Jones, Minamino, Diogo Jota, now uh, Harvey Elliott. These are players which a year or two ago, the drop off between the sort of the starting eleven and the squad was so much it was so much more vast. Whereas now, you know, you mentioned Curtis Jones as one of them. I see him as, you know, a proper first team player now. I see him as somebody who will come on and play half an hour in Premier League games. And I'd be happy to see him come on in like the 60th, 70th minute of, you know, week in, week out in the Premier League. So to have him as a kind of a, a starting option in these cup competitions, we've not had that for a while. Liverpool have not had that depth for a while. So just being able to rotate and, and have those players involved is just such a big difference, I think, for Liverpool. And I think you're right. I think having, you know, a bit of a cut run in 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 these competitions, I think, is important in terms of rotation, but also just keeping squad members happy and making them feel a part of something. We've seen Manchester City do that with the likes of Phil Foden and Leroy Sani. When 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 he was here, he was sort of one of those who would, you know, be part of that rotation. He obviously didn't feel that he was getting enough of it. Um, but if Liverpool can go and compete on. You know, Sam mentioned this in the final word show that, that that we just recorded. If Liverpool can go and compete in at least three competitions this season and really challenge for those titles, and I agree, I think I think Liverpool are in a position to, to do that. Then um, that's only going to improve the, the squad depth and also attracting players to the squad in the future as well. 
And what did you, what did, what, Sam, you obviously wanted to jump in with a the point there, mate. What was yours? Yeah, I really agree with what Emma just said there about Curtis Jones, actually. And just, just sort of conversation I was having with a few of my friends before the Arsenal game. If Gomez wasn't quite ready and Fabinho played, we were all in agreement. We want to see Curtis Jones. You know, Milner's not quite ready. We want to see Jones. So he's that close, which is amazing. Um, so bringing him into this game is fantastic. But I actually think just, just sort of as we've been discussing that day, come to mind, this game's really important for our transfer window. If we win this game, there's mm. players who are going to get more minutes in December and obviously potentially yeah. uh, with the Champions League weaker game, hopefully we get a, a team that we can put a, a lesser side at our home to. But this game's really important for Shakiri, for Origi, for Minamino because this is going to be their starting games. So actually Thursdays are really uh, interesting. Depends on how you take it, really. It could be really important for Klopp because we want to win those three titles or four titles, whatever it is we go for. And it also is really important for the squad. If we lose on, on Thursday... There's a possibility you see an extra person go out the door because we just haven't got the games for them until January. If we win on Thursday, then it, it you know it keeps well you know you're gonna play that's your cup competition, Cometio. Mm. You're gonna mm. play in that game. Whoever we get in, in December in the quarterfinal, that's your spot. So I think it's and it's it, it's it really depends on where you want to come at this in terms of who it's more important to. Because my, my point was more with Paul is I think I think Arteta's got to worry about Thursday Sundays. I think he's got to worry about top four a hell of a lot more than he has winning a cup because he did just win a cup last year. I think yeah. Oli is under a wholly different um, pressure. But I think for us, I actually think there's more value in where we are as a squad. 99 points. We need to be adding a cup to that. So we, yeah. should, if we want to level as a team, that's what we do this year. We win two domestic titles. Yeah, I think it's. Uh, I think Liverpool's run in this cup competition will be dependent upon the, the general levels of fitness. If, if it comes a point where, and we saw Virgil van Dijk being used in the last round, Chris, because we had no choice. Really, you know, we, we, you know, we, I mean, we did. We could have put Seth Vandenberg in there, but obviously, he wanted to. He wanted to see his his less senior defender through a game, so it made sense to do a 50-50 split with Fabinho and and, and Van Dijk. But like that quarter final, if that comes in the middle of you know in a period where Liverpool really could do with a couple of wins back to back in the Premier League, don't be shocked if we play them. We do play a weak, a more weakened side. But at the moment, what I wonder is, and I don't, I'm sorry, I had to pop out. So I don't know whether you've discussed this yet already. But uh, you know, when we when the international break comes back, we're back into two games a week. But it's Champions League, and whether there's an opportunity here, Chris, for us to go to actually go stronger in this game than maybe we think because from once the footy returns, we're going to be having to play two strong but two rotated sides a week. I don't, I don't know. I think he, he sticks with the same type of a side. Um, I don't think it was a, a, a particularly weak side that starts against Lincoln. I think there was, you know, there was many, you know, proper first team squad players yeah. in there. Um, now, does he sort of, I, I, I suppose... Correct me if I'm wrong here, Paul, but what you're asking is what we probably saw was against Arsenal, our 100% side, the best of the best, the lads who were 1 to 11, that's your 100%. And against Lincoln, we probably saw your 50% side. Are you saying, suggesting maybe even them both out to maybe 80 and 70% with maybe one more, two more first teamers nailed on, first teamers taken away from your first side? Because I can't see that happen if that is what you're suggesting. I think what you go against Aston Villa, you get through to the international break and you see what comes out the back of that. And I think what, why, why I say that is because... You just don't know what's happening. I mean, COVID, all that type of stuff. You literally could go quite a strong side here, a weekend side against Villa, and have three lads come back with COVID-19 from the international break or an injury or something. Get your games one way you can. And for me, that's Aston Villa at the weekends. And then you see what comes out of it at the back of the international break. Maybe, but what I mean is is that, you know, in, in, in once we're back in, 
there's always a game that's slightly harder than the other. So there's all, and I don't think it's necessarily it's necessarily that. But what I mean is, is that Harry Wilson's still at the club, unlucky, unlucky Harry Wilson for being at the club instead of him being on the bench. It's it's just someone slightly better. You know what I mean? It's a Wayne Aldum's on the bench instead of instead of Harry Wilson this time around because Harry Wilson won't be on the bench once the Champions League starts, and mm-hmm. Marco Grujic probably won't be on the in the squad once those games start. You maybe just you slightly whittling your your squad size down. I don't think again. I don't necessarily think this is the case, but it is an interesting opportunity because, as I say, what Klopp does historically is it's you. It's the sixty minutes, thirty minute thing. The lad that plays sixty minutes midweek plays thirty minutes at the weekend if he rotates in that way. And it's whether he chooses to ape that model now, which is the model he will use, or whether he just goes with with what we've been doing so far, it, it, which we saw last week was yeah, go go pure second string and and go full strength of the weekend. Yeah, I, I don't know. I think I think the one to eleven is pure second string, and then you might be right. You know, your you're twelve to whatever it is, uh, nineteen or whatever it is probably more of your first team players and stuff like that. Now, I do think the one thing that we're not thinking about is Klopp tends to rotate in the Champions League in the early stages and has done that the last two seasons. So it's not a case of when we come back in two games a week that you need a Premier League side and a Champions League side because he tends to mix it up in the early round in the group stages of the Champions League and brings in. I think you'll see the likes of maybe Minamino or something like that, depending on the type of fixture. And obviously, the team that you go up against. We've not seen Liverpool in a, a genuine group of death yet um so that that might change that obviously but where we stand right now the draw has not been made he'll probably be hoping for a relatively Shakhtar esque Man City-esque draw um and and, because that's what the champions get isn't it you know what I mean so that well you say that pot two this year is absolutely fucking horrendous uh we will be doing a live Champions League draw now that we mention it here you can only get one of them though Paul Thankfully. Yeah, yes, yeah, mercifully. Uh, yeah, uh, so yeah, if you want to watch that, yeah, I think the draw's from 5pm on Thursday. Uh, we're going to be live for that, and then we're going to be live for this game as well. We're going to take a very short break uh, to tell you all about the wonderful merchandise that is available on the Red Men TV shop right now. Here's a little look. Okay, yes, welcome back. Uh, there's some new stuff that's been added since we made that advert. There's the Tiago t-shirt, and uh, there's lots of other bits and pieces, like this wonderful mug that we've got here right now, which I can put all the way up there. Look how good that is. Um, but yeah, thanks so much for everyone who has it's purchased It's more in focus in real life. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Uh, thanks so <laughs> much. It's not as blurry as that purchase stuff uh, you can go over there and have a little peruse and see what you like uh, and see what you don't like and then buy the stuff that you do like uh, and buy the stuff that you don't like for people you don't like because you know what if you thought the only way to get a more defined jawline with natural looking results was through surgery think again juvederm volux xc is a non-surgical injectable gel filler that improves moderate to severe loss of jawline definition and can help you achieve natural looking results with little downtime even better this improved definition lasts up to one year with optimal treatment no maintenance required improve jawline definition for a smooth sculpted look with juvederm volux xc for important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. This Mother's Day, celebrate the extraordinary women in your life with a heartfelt gift from Blue Nile. 
Whether it's for your mom, a mother figure, or yourself as a mom, find that perfect piece to express your love and appreciation. Explore Blue Nile's exquisite pearls and mesmerizing gemstones that she's sure to love. Enjoy fast shipping options like guaranteed free shipping and returns. Make this Mother's Day unforgettable with a piece from Blue Nile. Right now, get up to 50% off at BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Life is full of awesome what-ifs and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out-of-pocket costs. Learn more at UH1.com. Why not? Um, we uh, will move on. Uh, no Tiago for this one, Emma. Um, he had a, a minor injury issue or a fitness issue, uh, which we've speculated heavily means that he's in COVID isolation. Uh, not that Liverpool would put that out there. I mean, that's the hope. It sounds really weird given that given the climate, but you know, given that you know, one of the the only lingering fear over the over the Tiago signing is how many games he's available for in a general sense. I mean, look, it could just be a case of. Liverpool putting him through his paces, trying to get him up to the fitness levels required. Um, but it kind of, I'm kind of hoping that it's not a, it's not an injury thing because obviously we want to see as much of Thiago as possible. Yeah, I just love watching him play football. I was like really, really gutted that he wasn't, he wasn't in the squad for the Arsenal game. But yeah, I, I don't think it's anything to worry about um, from sort of things that I've heard. Um, I think it's probably more towards the minor injury actually, but. Uh, rather than the the COVID line, but um, I I don't think it's anything to worry worry about. I think, like you said, I think it's more about him coming in and um, needing to get back to full fitness. Really, and it wouldn't surprise me if he hasn't even got an injury. And Klopp's just said, you know, you've not had a preseason with us yet. Let's just not. Let's just leave you out for for a week or two. Mm-hmm. And, and put him on his how, own little training programme. Well, given how, how we protected Naby Keita, you yeah. know, he, he's clearly a, a transformative player. You know, that's what we're looking at. And look, we will be aware of, of, of fitness issues in, in, in a long-term sense and you want him on the pitch as much as possible. So I actually think if that, if that is the case, it's probably not a bad not a bad move. Yeah. Again, just the reference to Naby Keita stuff, we've seen him. He doesn't play 90 minutes often, but we're playing him. We're getting him on the pitch more often as a result. And that'll, that might well be the plan with Thiago. Yeah. And you, we've just been discussing, you know, about all the different types of rotation and stuff that we'll play in different games and what competitions you might want to play weaker squads for. And by keeping Thiago fresh for, you know, a guaranteed number of games, you 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 prioritise, don't you? So, um, I don't, he, he wouldn't have played against Arsenal in this game I don't think at all yeah, maybe he might, might come on as a sub but I mean at the end of the day when you're trying to build someone's fitness and they're, and they're new into the team um, why, why risk that um, I think Klopp might have named him on the bench just so he could sit and watch a little bit like what he did with, with Jota in the Premier League um, the other day you know give him that time to sit and watch from the bench for the first hour and then bring him on and get him up to match speed but I think on the whole Having Thiago out until after the international break is that's not going to harm anyone. And um, I think after that break, you know, when, when we go back into the Premier League, he'll be fit and raring to go. Absolutely. Just a, just a really quick one. Obviously, Emma, Emma just mentioned it there, and we were all nodding along, hopeful that actually he's not got an injury. But um, international break looming, small injury right before the international break. Your yeah. new player gets to stay with you, you, yeah. your, your team for that little bit longer. It's as 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 a as a phrase that Sam used on the final word. It's very champions, that mm. isn't it? It's something that Manchester United used to do a fucking hell of a lot of. Yeah. Shit, uh, at the top Shit of the <laughs> Yeah. 
well, international shit hours. We really love it. We all love to see it. Um, Chris, I mean, this, this is, I mean, the conversation pre-break notwithstanding, I think there's a number of players who were just nailed on for this game. You know, this is a Minamino team without a shadow of a doubt. It's a Curtis Jones team without a shadow of a doubt. If he's fit and available, which of course he wasn't for Lincoln, it's a James Milner captain's armband situation, you would imagine. Um, mm. Costa Shimakas, you mentioned already, Nico Williams, uh, Adrian. I think the vast majority of this side actually kind of picks itself. It's then really about, and again, it's a question of strength and it's a question of what Liverpool are looking to do to support that and a question of, of fitness. So the centre-backs, is it is it neither of the centre-backs? Probably not. It's probably one from Gomez and Van Dijk, et cetera, et cetera. Yeah, I think so. The, the real interesting player for me, I think you've named a lot of players there that are guaranteed to start. The real interesting one to see where he's at right now is Divock Origi. Because I think that's the one where you go, where if he's not playing again, what's the plan for Divock this season? Because Jota's just come in and scored on his Premier League debut. You know, looked really bright. Looked like he can play that left-wing position so much better than Divock. Um, because he just fit it you know and there's no disrespect to Divock here he's just he's not a left winger although he's better on the left I think than he is as a centre forward I know people have different views on that whatever but like we've seen Minamino against Everton last season on the right hand side you know could Divock get a starting start a shot as the number nine with Minamino on the right or could he go on the left with Jota in the centre or can Jota play on the right Minamino Divock there's but, or is Harvey Elliott just going to start this game? And for me, I just think this is a massive game for Divock's Liverpool career, to be honest with you. If he doesn't start in his second string sides, are we selling him? Well, that's that's an interesting that's an interesting debate, isn't it, Sam? And it's whether that's it's almost like a way of just just pushing him, showing him the door, because. I mean, you'd imagine Harvey Elliott, you know, it would be weird, I think, to start Harvey Elliott in a game when Divock Origi doesn't get involved. And that's, look, in terms of the system, Harvey Elliott plays from the right-hand side. It'd be a more natural fit to keep him there. You've got Jaden Shaqiri, of course, who's in this conversation as well in a very similar way to Origi. Shaqiri had a really good game against Lincoln. I think he'd be a bit upset not to be starting this again as another senior footballer. I've forgotten about Shaqiri. Apologies, yeah, Jaden. We all, we all do. And that's, and, and that's the thing, for, that's the thing, isn't it, for Shaqiri and for Origi? Now that Jota's there, Sam, is that you would imagine he'll start this game because he's probably due a start now. But what does that, what's the knock-on effect for those other two or three lads who would also probably expect to be in this game? Yeah, we've actually got now, haven't we, a forward line that substitutes for the, the main three that actually play in their natural role. So you've got Jota Minamino and Andor Shakiri and Harvey Elliott. Oh. Obviously, he's a deputy at the moment. But I would be very surprised if Origi starts this game, to be honest. And the only way he does is, in my opinion, is if Shakiri's got a knock, which isn't beyond believable. <laughs> <laughs> and... Or if, if he plays Shaqiri in a midfield attacking three with Jones and Gruchic or Milner. So it, it really does depend uh, on how he sets up. But I personally wouldn't, if I was picking this side, which I'm glad I'm not paid to, I, I, I wouldn't pick Origi. I think he's he's not looked like he's been at the races. His goal the other day was a bit of a, a token moment in the game. He was out the game really against Lincoln, which is not really where he should be at. He should have been dominating that game. He should have been too strong, too quick, too smart for those Lincoln defenders and central midfielders. So, like I said, if, if we win this game, he may stay or whoever it is who misses out may stay till December. But if, if, if we don't or, or if, 
if the squad's looking quite fresh come the 6th of October, 5th of October, he may, he may well go. I personally think, don't think he starts. I think he's the one that misses out. Interesting, Emma. Do you think that there could be a, a, an option where Klopp says, right, we're going to do a 50-50 and he maybe starts with Origi, but it's he's basically had a word with, with, with Minamino and said, you will be playing the second half. And whether that's something that's kind of pre, pre-arranged where either... I know, you could arguably do the same with Shakiri and Harvey Elliott, where you basically guarantee everyone, you know, half half a game, and you say, you know, you're going to play the first half, you're going to play the second half. We've seen him do that before in the cups. Um, I think I'm just throwing that out there, but I think I'm more with you, Sam. I think I I I don't think really start in this game. I, um, I would suggest I, I'd start Minamino. I would suggest if anything, it might be it would be more likely between Jota and Origi. Because again, you've still got that thing of Jota's just getting settled in, yeah. just getting settled into the side. But it, it's a look. It's a, there's there's a headache there. You know, again, Shakiri plays in midfield, but I think Shakiri probably plays in midfield in the last game just to due, due to a lack of numbers. I know Kate is on the bench, but as mentioned previously, we're trying to we're protecting Naby Kater better than the normal. Yeah. Grujic plays in the six. If you choose to play Grujic in the six a game for this, and James Milner's now fit and available, well, it's it's Grujic, Milner, and Jones. Chris is the midfield which mm. means that Shaqiri's not in consideration which means does then he become does he have to then play in the three if he if he's if he's starting that game that's again you, these are the you've got to think about the opposition as well is that the last game was obviously Lincoln this is now Arsenal and you think that probably in terms of like the midfield that that, that you play against Lincoln you are going to go more attacking so is he is he gonna is he gonna risk playing Shaqiri and Curtis Jones in the same midfield I would argue no mm, yeah yeah, yeah it's just the one yeah, I think the same. I think Shakiri probably goes back into the front three at this point. I think, you know, Harvey, I, I still think this season's maybe a season too early for Harvey Elliott. I've, I've, and I feel terrible saying this because I can clearly see that he's got skills and I think he needs to bulk up a little bit more. I think he's still very, very young and we put a little bit too much hope into him. Curtis, for being a couple of years older than Harvey Elliott, looks a couple of years older than Harvey Elliott. And when he goes into the first team side, he doesn't look out of place. But I think the game kind of passes Harvey Elliott by. And against Arsenal, I don't think we can afford to do that if we want to go through in this competition. You're sacrificing a very important role in our side to give Harvey Elliott a few minutes. And I think he'll go on and he'll prove himself to be a good player in the future and stuff. But right now, Shaqiri is streets ahead of him when he's fit. Streets ahead, and not only that. Think about the the set pieces as he, he should be. By the way, thinking. yeah, yeah, absolutely. Of course, he should be. He's won two European cups in his career, Shakiri. You know, and and uh, Elliot's just starting out on it on his <laughs> long journey, hasn't he? Elliot's uh, just done his GCSEs. <laughs> yeah. It's just won well, the one, it, isn't it? Yeah. So I think you know Shakiri adds something with the set pieces. You know, his corners, everything else. If you're missing Robbo and you're missing Trent, you need someone who's going to be able to deliver that. I think Arsenal's backup line. Um, it, it could be quite good their defence you know I think you know Gabriel's going to be in there who started the season quite well for Arsenal Kolasinac is probably going to be in there experienced defender not sure whether Holding plays or not on the right hand side or if Luis keeps a spot in the in the um, in the centre in the back three but I think Gabriel Kolasinac and David Luis is a, is a straight no-no because they're all left-footed I think mm-hmm. uh, which you can't do you can play two left-footed centre-halves in a back three you can't play two cent- left-footed centre-halves in a back two you certainly can't play three left-footed centre-halves in a back three Shades Shades of Ruddock um, Bab and what would it have been Harkness for yeah. Liverpool in the Harkness. 90s for anyone who remembers well, that yeah. I was thinking Dix was probably the other centre-half actually there because Harkness was the left, left 
wing back, wasn't he, back then? We're, we're, getting, yeah. too, we're getting too old here for me. I, yeah, too old. Yeah, bring it absolutely. bring it back to like the the new millennium <laughs> so, no it won't it isn't because no one plays left multiple left footed centre halves anymore apart from maybe us and to be fair Man City if uh, if if they played their their their, their new sign in Ache alongside Laporte anyway um, yeah it's going to be an interesting one to see what Liverpool do and I think the Shakiri Shakiri question is there and I think it would be fair Sam if Shakiri got the nod ahead of Elliot as much as we're excited for it but on the just in defence of Harvey Elliott I think it's I think he actually from what we've seen from him he actually actually performs better against better sides in some regards because mm. look Arsenal are not going to be a, a physical opponent in the same way now actually you know if they put Kalasnac in there that might change things ever so slightly but Harvey Elliott playing against the flair side actually might suit him his lack of physicality a little bit better but again you've got to manage Jakiri and his expectations it's going to be really interesting as well just thinking about we were talking in the previous show about Arsenal's style and you were talking about Kolasinac, etc., Gabriel playing. If Arsenal come to Anfield with a second-string team and try and play out from the back the same way, with weaker players, with less deadly attackers, with less deadly midfielders, although Cabalos might play, they could be in for an even worse night than they were the other day. Because I looked at their goalkeeper, just as we were chatting then, to see who's going to play in goal for them. I've never heard of him. He's got about 15 names, and the last name I saw on the, on the Sky app was like 16 characters long. So good luck with that one. Because obviously Martinez is gone now, hasn't he? So yeah. I, I, I think we may pick our team also based on the style that Arsenal play. So he may, he may look at Chikiri and go, yeah, you're a good player, but you're a bit lazy. So I will play Elliot or I will play, play Rigi. So just sort of bringing it more back to instead of, instead of just picking it based on us, based on, on a little bit of what Arsenal are going to do and how they're going to set up as well, could also depend on whether it's Elliot or, um, or Chikiri or Origi. Because Klopp might just tinker with it a slight different bit because of the players that are available to him. And also the way that Arsenal are likely to set up and the personnel that are in there. Like I said, our teams from under sixes to first team play the same way. We've got that now at our club. If that's what Arsenal are going to do, this team that are going to play on Thursday are going to be a massively light version of what they did on Monday, which wasn't good enough. So and that's going to be interesting to see as well. Yeah, absolutely. Sam, what so, would you do if Saka was starting with Kalasinac just out of interest? Because that's what I think the left side will be. Yeah, I think we, I think we've got to make sure we've got. That's where you'd maybe look at at, at playing. You'd play Milner on the right side of the midfield, one hundred percent, because you need that covering with Nico. But I think that that, that that's probably the most worst case scenario because Elliot's probably going to put more into the game than Shakiri while he's on the pitch anyway in terms of um, coverage. But he's not strong enough. He's not as strong as Shaqiri. So that's where you might see Origi play on the right, just shoe on him because he, he does he does cover ground. He, he, he knows the role and he is big and he is strong and he is quick enough to get them turning back towards their own goal. I think, to be honest, that area of the pitch is going to be really important for us and Arsenal. Like you said, it's likely to be Saka and Kalasinac because that's the way Arsenal have been setting up and that's who they've got available to them fresh. Remember how tired they're going to be from Monday as well, really. And they've had to fly back and then fly up again, which isn't ideal. So I think... That's going to be a real pivotal part, and 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 I'm actually just moving moving forward. I'm really intrigued to see what we do. But what about yourself? I I, I would go Rigi just based on those two players. Actually, I I I probably um if Kalasinac plays, I want Shakiri out there because I think he's a little bit stronger, a little bit more experienced. But again, it's the Saka thing. I think that's you know you've got a really strong centre half with a really 
pacey uh, attacking left wing back it, and that, that that doesn't really mix well so I think it's down to the midfield and you know whether yeah I don't know I think I've liked the Nico Williams Curtis Jones on the right hand side of the midfield um, I think that would do well but Saka Jones I, I'm not sure I think that's that's probably the hardest decision Liverpool going to have to make him have we considered perhaps Trent starting at right back and Nico playing at left back? Because we've seen him play in both fullback positions. And if they're worried about the the potential threat down down that side from Arsenal, then give give, just, give Trent a half. I but just, also Pepe's on that probably going to play on that right hand side for them. And and I think yeah. you know you want to we want to see Chimacas I suppose play that left back position, don't we? And see what he's up to. He's beat Arsenal, remember last year, two legs, Olympiacos. He's played yeah, them against their best, so he, he's been there. Yeah, no, I think it's an important fact. Look, I think Shimakas. Remember, I just found that out. Starts. Yeah, <laughs> yeah Shimakas for me, I mean, absolutely starts. I think Nico Williams gets it because I just think Klopp just trusts his lads. And again, Nico Williams is another one of those random ones. Similar, we had this conversation on the final word about how Joe Gomez is. Some people have just got issues with him. And look, Nico Williams is very much learning his trade. He's not at the same standard yet of Trent Alexander-Arnold, but. He's he's a very 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 good young footballer, and I think the the point. Yeah, exactly, exactly. You know, he's gonna he's gonna have games where he's brilliant. He's gonna have games where he's slightly off or, or whatever. Yeah, it will be one option there, and we saw this against Lincoln. It was something we highlighted in commentary at the time. Is we went for the for a young right hand side, but it was a young right hand side that all knew each other from the under twenty three level, and went with Williams, Jones, and Elliott down that, and that maybe you gain a bit more understanding by having those lads know each other's game a little bit better and what have you. But I, I, look, I think that the point here is is that there's. Within reason, there's three or four random variations on this side that I'm 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 no less excited to see. If you tell me Shakiri's starting, I'm actually quite excited to see that because I think Shakiri's he's, he's quite an exciting footballer. He's not good enough to 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 burst through our first team on a regular basis, but he's also he's at least as good as our, as Arsenal. Even Arsenal's best team, I think he's just, he's good enough to be involved in that Arsenal side, which means that in this game he should be absolutely fine. And then, if not, it's a young, exciting, potential wonder kid that's going to drop in there. If not, it's Divock Origi, who, yes, we know what we're going to get, but we know that we're also, we could, you're going to get goals from Divock if he gets given the opportunity. And then, again, new, new £40 million signing could start on the left. Minamino, I just want to see more and more from him because he gets better and better each time around. Take your pick from the midfield. You know, we could well have a midfield where it's like Milner, Wijnaldum and Jones could could easily be our midfield three there. You never, I mean, I, I guess Jordan Henderson's out for this one, but he might well be knocking on the door to start to get a couple of minutes under his belt. There's options is the, is the most glorious thing. Um, knowing that we have those options, therefore knowing that we do not know really what the team is going to be. I'm going to ask you for score predictions. Um, Chris, what score would you like it to be? Would you mind if I copy Emma again? Because she called 3-1, I think, for the last okay. game and yeah. I copied it and we got it right. So, yeah. Emma, you first, mate. Um, I I, reckon, I I actually think Arsenal Arsenal might might sneak this, you know. I'm, I'm going to go 2-1 Arsenal. Right, turn Emma Right, off. yeah, fuck that. <laughs> um, thanks. No chance. <laughs> Liverpool again. So Chris and Emma have both predicted a Liverpool defeat. Sam, am I muted be? here or what? Three-one <laughs> Liverpool again. Thank you very much. Three goals. I, I think Joe we'll go Jota. Come on. Our defense is going to be like brilliant going forward. Interesting at the back. <laughs> Arsenal are going to play some good players, and I think we're going to cause them murder up top. I think we're going to win the game five-four. 
I'm here for a Joe Gomez, Billy Canetio centre back partnership that's going to be our, in, in 10 years' time. It's going to be the, the team that wins our 12th European Cup. Um, <laughs> yeah, we still I, got past Real Madrid in that time. Bloody hell. Yeah, I'll take a, I'll take <laughs> a four. I'll take a four. I'll take a 4-3, a 4-3 to Liverpool. Yeah, I could see this being another bonkers game of football, a bit like last year's was. But as long as the Reds come out on top, who's asked? Um, let us know your team. What 11 would you like to see in the comments section underneath? Uh, do drop it in there and you can help Chris have a little uh, ahead of his start 11 prediction show, which will be tomorrow, which will be the Wednesday uh, afternoon, which would be very interesting to see. Good luck with what that. he throws up for this one, all the best. Um, plenty more to I might just throw them at the board and see what sticks. That's a good, that's a good <laughs> yeah. shout. Yeah, absolutely. Shakiri had fall off. Um, the uh, yeah, um, you can still there's plenty of content for you if you want to watch the final word show from the last Arsenal game. It is there for YouTube members, whether you're club captain or club legend, and of course subscribers to the RedmenTV.com as well. Do check out, of course, the Redmen merch. If you are watching this on YouTube, it is in a little shelf below. You can just go down, scroll down, and have a little peruse of that. Uh, but yes, guys, thank you so much for joining me. Uh, we'll be back live as mentioned with the Champions League draw followed by. Liverpool versus Arsenal in the fourth round of the EFL Cup uh, all the way through with the fan zone watch along commentary and uh, yeah we hope to see you there ta-da small details are big surfaces tight corners are odd shapes flat rounded textured or tall whatever your next project there's a spray paint pattern that's just right because Rust-Oleum's new custom spray 5-in-1 gives you control with five different spray patterns so you can tackle nooks, crannies, edges, and curves without worrying about drips, runs, uneven coverage, or anything else. Custom Spray 5-in-1. Only from Rustolium.